Hey, brave one. Welcome to another episode of the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Pratt, a trained domestic violence victim advocate who teaches women and vulnerable populations how to be street smart. You'll hear some true crime stories, but most importantly, how we might prevent crimes happening to us. Return each week to learn safety tips and emotional self-defense so we live empowered with peace. Let's be less naive and leave helplessness and worry behind so we can be safer, savvy, aware, and prepared. Hey, welcome back to the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I wanted to follow up after last week's episode. Andrea had asked me a couple of frequently asked questions, and one of them was how to spot a narcissist. So we spoke about that, and then I realized hmm, we kind of mentioned empaths, E-M-P-A-T-H, and how narcissists seem to sometimes choose empaths to partner up with, but I thought we didn't really dig into what is an empath. So I'm going to take it back a step here and just share with you some specifics because I'm picturing our teenage listeners who are saying, wait, what does a narcissist actually do? Like, can you give a real life example? And also what's a real life example of an empath and what does that really mean? So I'm going to dig into that a little bit further for you today so you can totally understand. And just a reminder, here on this podcast, I talk about emotional self-defense, not just physical. Some of the traits of a narcissist, where they lack empathy, and the traits of an empath are people who are highly sensitive. And empaths absorb other people's emotions. They are usually introverted. They're highly intuitive, and they have huge hearts, but sometimes they give too much. So these types of people end up being targets for people like narcissists who lack empathy. They can make their partners believe, especially an empath, that they're unworthy and unlovable. So when a narcissist and an empath are paired together, the narcissist easily has control over the relationship and the empath just gets drained and they start to think it's something wrong with them. So I wanted to give real-life examples. What does this actually look like? So narcissists can't stand shame. They like to deny or hide mistakes and blame others. So if somebody, whether they're an empath or not, approaches the narcissist in their relationship and says, you know, something happened last night that's really bothering me. I just can't stop thinking about it. And I wanted to talk to you. And so you'll go ahead and proceed with this and what your feelings were. And the next thing you know, the narcissist has turned it around on them and they're saying, you're so right. Like, I'm such a bad person. And then you find yourself comforting them and you're like, wait a minute, that's not why I brought this up. You know, we're not getting to a resolution here and that's not helpful. Or you can approach them with the issue and then they'll just blame and deflect And they'll say, oh, well, that wasn't me. That was somebody else that did that. And then you start to think, wait a minute, am I crazy? Like, is that right? What's going on here? And you're just trying to simply come forward to state there's an issue and you want to talk about it. Then you end up in this situation that's not going well and the issue's not dealt with. Maybe you feel like you're not heard. So with narcissists, they don't 
really have the introspection and the empathy, whereas the empaths have extra empathy and introspection. With narcissists, there's impulsivity, and the narcissist wants to be the hero to everybody. They want to look like that hero, and it may come with impulsive actions. They may have to lie about things to keep up that facade. Narcissists don't normally want to learn from their mistakes. They maybe don't live in reality. They may not really realize they made a mistake or own up to it. They don't really have the best communication that gets to a resolution, as I was saying. They're not usually good at accepting constructive criticism, and they're definitely boundary busters. So you go and think you're going to be strong and you're going to set a boundary, and then they run right over it, and they make excuses as to why they did that, and they turn the blame on you. So it's crazy making. And it's kind of difficult to have a reciprocal relationship when there's issues like that and there's no resolution. So let me think of another instance, real life. Maybe you're stuck in traffic all day. You're just drained when you get home and you need some time, you know, to collect yourself. Maybe you don't want to go out anymore like you guys were going to, but the narcissist doesn't really get it and they maybe don't even really care. They just want to do what they wanted to do. You start to realize something's not right. This isn't really going so well. Red flags. I've talked about this so many times. If there's red flags, please pay attention. Life is meant to be great. Life is meant to be fun. Life is meant to be good. There's no reason to stay in a relationship with a narcissist. If you don't have kids and you're not married, it is easier to step out of that relationship If you do have kids with them, maybe you're in a relationship with them. That's not to say that you can't leave. I left. Was it easy? No. But we were already married. We had a child. It wasn't like we were just dating and I could say, hey, you know, this isn't really working out for me. Maybe the narcissist is your parent. That's a little bit more tricky. So you usually can't just separate from them, right? Unless like it's very not safe and you need to do that. But with a narcissist parent, it's important to get space from them and realize this is extra cause to take good care of yourself. Have safe people that you can discuss this with and get some time away with. Narcissistic behaviors are really disguising their insecurities, denying mistakes, stonewalling, blaming others, seeking to shine the spotlight on themselves at the cost maybe of you. They're very defensive. Oftentimes, anybody that might approach them, they become uh, very defensive. They don't like their ego to be challenged, and they have a shaky self-image, even though on the outside, it appears strong, like overly strong. It's not really deep in there, this self-image, a healthy self-image. And a lot of the relationships and actions that you have with them, you'll find that they're putting forth like superficial types of actions. And some transactional types of things like, I did this, so you owe me this. So people that are narcissists, they like to win. They like to be superior. They like to get attention from others and they like to appear perfect. Remember with abusive situations, it's all about power and control. Narcissists like to be in control. 
they have grandiose ideas making themselves appear better than they really are. And unfortunately, they're not really connected or compassionate or authentic. So you have to think about what is the cost. Yes, you can hope that they change. Maybe they say they're getting counseling, but are they really trying to change? Are they just appearing to do the things you want them to do? But the stats show that the person who's going to change the most is going to be you. You're going to start thinking badly about yourself or maybe that you're crazy. Maybe you need to work harder to make this work. So these are the highlights I've shared today to watch out for. So we're paying attention to these red flags, these real-life instances that I've shared, these characteristic traits. So we've dug in a little bit more than last week and shared more about also what an empath is. So the lessons learned from today's episode are number one, what the different characteristics and behaviors are of a narcissist specifically. We mentioned a lot of them, and I'll put a link to an article that lists more of them. And number two, what are the characteristics, the traits of an empath? They're kind of the opposite of the narcissist. So we want to look at those, and I'm going to leave in the show notes an article on that, which states the 10 traits of an empath. So you can go in there and see if you are an empath, if maybe you don't know. Um, There's additional points to what I mentioned here in today's episode. And the next lesson is if you find yourself with a narcissist, please pay attention to those red flags and think about leaving. Remember what I said, life is meant to be good, right? Life's meant to be fun, especially when you're young. You're going to meet so many people. You're going to have lots of different relationships and you deserve to live in peace and safety, like I always say. And you deserve somebody who's going to truly connect with you and treat you with compassion and just treat you like the best thing that's ever happened to them. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can leave a review and let me know what you found most helpful. You can find me on Instagram at women aware and prepared. And if you want more from me, you can join my Tuesday tip emails at womenawareandprepared.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Remember, you are worthy of a safe and peaceful life.